Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I thank you very much, Gary. Appreciate it. You doing okay this morning? I am chopping wood, brother. Just <laughs> yeah. chopping wood. One one newscast after the next. Is it true we're the only radio show broadcasting in this building today everybody else is off yeah in the morning i know for sure wow i didn't realize that okay well i mean i'm not gonna complain about it i've been gone for three weeks but that's (laughs) that's that's interesting i think lots of stuff is closed today alonzo was texting me this morning Um, he's off um and he said i think people just want a day off i said well you know of course people of course people want a day off they'll take a day off for any reason but martin luther king day is a big deal, and I remind people. You know, I heard um, what's that guy? Um, I think he's a radio host, Charlemagne the the God. Charlemagne the God. Charlemagne the God. I I mean, talk about you. If you think I got an ego, God, calling yourself Charlemagne the God. Well, he slammed Ronald Reagan over the weekend. I guess he was on MSNBC. I think you know they all run together and I was overseas so I was trying to keep up with stuff. He told them, "Oh, you've already lived through Reagan, so you better figure out a way to support Biden to his audience, which I assume is predominantly black. I don't I don't I'm not interested in some rando's opinion of, especially a loudmouth. I'm not, of any color, of any background, I'm not interested in your opinion, but okay, you got a radio show, good for you." Um and, and I thought it was interesting he put down Reagan. And I thought, well, isn't Reagan the one who signed the Martin Luther King bill to create the holiday f- for MLK? And I think, I think if my memory serves me, that's correct. So, you know, it's fine. If you're a Democrat and you hate Reagan, cool. I, I, I mean, I think there's an irrational mindset that has developed in America that's very tribal. Um. And so I thought that that was a uh, – my guess would be, not knowing this guy and not listening to his show, that he's relatively uninformed. He's very articulate and opinionated, but relatively uninformed. And there are I, a lot of people like that. I got to head business. down the hall, but it was Reagan. Who signed – yeah, who yeah, signed, signed it? Him? November 2nd, 1983. Okay. So, I, I mean, does a guy get any credit for that? I'm sure they disagree with him on some of the welfare issues. Uh, but, you know, hey – uh, my my theme in the modern era is pay your own bills. I'm not interested in paying for everybody else's bills when I've been up since 4 o'clock this morning. I'm just not interested in doing that, and I'm going to fight to make sure that I keep the money I earn. And if you think I'm a jerk for that, that's your problem, not my problem, and I'm not afraid to say it. Um, but, I, yeah, Reagan's the reason you've got the MLK holiday. At least he was the president. If he wanted to stonewall it, he would have stonewalled it. So he – signed this and made it into a holiday and i'm i'm fine with that listen i'm totally on board with the vision of america as far as race relations went that martin luther king promoted 
You know, the idea that you judge somebody by the content of their character, I'm on board with that, not the color of their skin. Somebody walks in the door and interviews for a job here, I'm not looking at your skin color. I Now, we'll be honest with you. I'm looking at the way you present yourself. If you, sh- if you show up looking like someone that I could then run into on Broad Street who's going to knock me in the head, that's a problem for me, and I'm going to tell you that, okay? White or black, whatever you are, present yourself with some dignity and some professionalism, and we don't have a problem. But I, I, where we've lost that Martin Luther King vision, which I 100% bought into, and now we've got some sort of weird bastardized, um, uh, very, very different concept of what America should be offering to its citizens of all different colors. And, I, and quite frankly, the, the reverse racism issue is one of the things that i'm very concerned about um i can hold my own i know i'm not uh, there are plenty of things i'm good at i don't know whether i'm the best but there are plenty of things i'm good at i can earn a living in america Uh, i need to earn i'm not wealthy so i need to earn a living um and you know i'm happy to compete against anybody for the jobs that I would like to have. What I don't want to do is go into an America where people say, oh, John Reed, white guy, middle-aged. I guess I got the gay thing going for me. Maybe that'll help me in some way, you know, in the in the Olympics of, of diversity. But uh, I don't want to be in a situation where I'm denied opportunities to compete for a job based on my skin color. That's the antithesis of what Martin Luther King was talking about. Well, some people are working today. The folks at the state capitol, you know, the General Assembly has returned to Richmond. And this is lobby day. A lot of different groups will be at the capitol day. The big lobby day uh, effort is from the Virginia Citizens Defense League. And I'm interested in talking to the new senator, former member of the House of Delegates, Chris Head, from the uh, 3rd Senate District. And Senator Head, I appreciate you coming on this morning. Are you at the Capitol already today? I I am sitting here in my office in the General Assembly building, yes, sir. Did you see crowds uh, when you arrived? You know, all all that was there. I mean, I come down pretty early. Yeah, okay. uh, and, and so so you know, it's still dark when I come to the building. Okay. But uh, all the all the barricades are up. So you know, they they always they're expecting they always a big crowd. Get, they are expecting a big crowd. Yeah. And you know, this is this is always a fun day to watch because there's a lot of folks that are you know the the uh, my my friends and colleagues that are a little more um, anxious about firearms get really nervous. And a little less so maybe now uh, because they, you know, we had when the Democrats were in control of everything before mm-hmm. uh, legislation was passed that prohibited any firearms in the building. Pre- previously, you know, you, people would come in and and they were open carrying throughout the building and that just completely wigged out. Tell them to walk a block away on Broad Street about 11 o'clock at night you know, to see if they're concerned well, about well, their here's, here's the thing is that we also banned any of us from being able to carry and yeah. and extended the area out around Capitol Square as a gun-free zone. Mm-hmm. And so legally, I can't even pull in. I can't even have a weapon in my possession when I pull into the parking lot. Uh, even as a legislator. garage. As a legislator, yeah, they would. They, you know, I'd have to. They would, they, I'd have to stop somewhere to be, to, to legally to to oh. uh, put it in the in the locked 
compartment and in so, the trunk of the it car. It is so interesting you know, that, just, that these other, I mean, presumably Democrats. And, 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 prior, to, and prior to that, you know, we were, you, know, you had a bunch of folks carrying on the floor. Uh, because you just, you know, you never, you just, you never know. And aside that, aside some of that, it is, it is a constitutional right. I don't yeah. like that being infringed, but yeah. that's just me. I would think that they would be somewhat concerned about all the good guys being disarmed because the bad guys aren't going well, to pay attention yeah, anyway. That's that's you know you would you one would think, but that that has that argument has never stuck for whatever yeah. reason. And yeah. uh, and and so, but you know what's what's been interesting is since they passed that legislation, Lobby Day has I think I've seen more people here and carrying out on Capitol Square, just not coming into the business or, or around the area, not coming into the building, not coming into the zone. Because one thing about VCDL, I will tell you, those guys are sticklers about obeying the law, right. whatever it is. Right. They want to lobby for their rights as and 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 you know, I agree with their positions on that's why I you know, yeah. they, I always get a good rating from them. I was endorsed by them for the Senate campaign, but I mean it's just uh uh that they are they are also really sticklers. Um about obeying the law, whatever it is, and and they're not going to put themselves into a bad situation. And you know, we had I think the the biggest day was uh, back in twenty twenty. Yeah, I guess it was twenty twenty was the big, 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 big live right. day just before COVID shut everything down. Right, we did the and, show live um, from Capitol yeah, Square. Then yeah, that I was remember, a huge crowd and massive numbers of people. And they always you know they they looked around and. And you have other groups that come and they leave and it's just trashed when it's here. And the the lobby day guys were here all day. More people than you've ever seen at the mm. Capitol was that day. And when they left, the place was cleaner than it was when they got here. I mean, they were just they are they are really, really conscientious about making sure that they don't have anything negative anybody can say, mm-hmm. aside from the fact that they really are pro-gun. And yeah, if you actually, that, if you guy, watch yeah, these if, people with some objectivity, you can tell who the good guys are. And I was down there that day, and of course everyone was freaking out, like, oh my God, will there be a mass shooting? I was like, who is going to be stupid enough to show today. up and shoot, <laughs> I mean, even, even brandish a weapon with You're everybody else it. armed? You're not going to get a rifle shouldered. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> to do harm, you know, without somebody uh, responding pretty quickly in that kind of a situation, because everybody's paying attention and everybody is law abiding. Um, this, you know, it, it's it's somewhat out of context, but one of my favorite uh, Robert Heinlein quotes, and I, I need to I need to look back up and remember what book of his this was out of science fiction author, but yeah, but it it was that a well armed society is a polite society. That's true. That's true. You know, and, uh, I'm much more polite on West Broad Street in Short Pump now than I used to be because I'm kind of thinking I better not scream and yell and shake my fist at the window because you just <laughs> never know who you're going to run into these days. It's not so much that they're going to realize you know? it's the radio guy being a jerk as it is. I don't want to. I don't want to wind up in a in a gunfight on Broad. Hey, right. what are the other issues that you're tracking here? So we're at the beginning of the well, long me, session. What? And I've me, only got about a minute and a half left. But. Let me give you a real interesting pivot here. Well, okay. I've got you know I've got several things. I'm working on some stuff for Adult Protective Services uh, Registry for Senior Adults that I've been working on for oh. several years because uh, adult abuse is something that's really a problem, and I've been carrying this. And that's my industry when I'm not here. It's what I do for a living. Oh, I didn't know that. Senior adults, and um, uh, so so working on that, and it looks like you know we, I think we've got a good shot this year. You never know what's going to happen, so you can't predict. But I'm right. hopeful that we can take care of that. A lot of economic development stuff that we're working on. Um, because it's Martin Luther King Day, it's really, really interesting for us to, to have now to be talking about this. 
um, a, a bill that I carried last year in the House, and I'm chief co-patron of it in the Senate this year with Senator Mamie Locke. And she was the patron in the uh, in the the Senate last year. Now this is you know very very uh, uh, seemingly juxtaposed people here because uh, you've got a liberal black woman senator, and at the time I was the the conservative white male delegate, and now we're both in the Senate, so I'm chief co-patron. Mm-hmm. But it's on implicit bias in health care. Hmm. Um, and that sounds like one of those things that's like, oh, another liberal thing to have to do. John, honest to goodness, if you look at all of the data and you and you equalize everything else out there, women of color disproportionately have bad health care outcomes. And it is it's a it's a crazy thing. And the idea of of implicit bias or or something that is there, I don't like those terms generally, mm-hmm. but I've been exposed to some of this stuff. And I said when I reason I got involved in this and I said, if Republicans are going to be truly about fixing problems and making things equal, and if the data really is there, and in this particular case it really, really is, then we ought to be behind this. And we've been we've been trying to come to a place where everybody and docs and everybody else could be on board with it. And it just passed out of subcommittee last week on Thursday and had no opposition for the mm. first time ever. And, I, you know, that that's that that's a way that we can all get on the same page and say, look, we're doing this because it doesn't matter about skin color. Just well, you know what you were talking about earlier. It doesn't matter about skin color, and if it and if there's a place where it does matter, and we as Republicans can help fix that, we ought to be doing that. I mean, just all right. Full well, the, throated, the, you know, and so it sends so up alarms that, for know? me. But I'll tell you what, let's let's have you back on next week and talk to come through. And talk about when we got a little bit more time. So I, can I tell would you a like little to more do. About that. Why I would really I like to. involved with that. Okay, because because I'm not the I am the last guy you would expect to be involved in this issue and i am a hundred percent full-throated on it all right well um, i want to hear i want to hear where this came from and what your conclusions are and what the solutions are to the problem that don't then stomp on other people that that'll be really interesting and i appreciate you bringing it up senator chris head um i hope it's a great day at the capitol and we'll look forward let's book that for next week thank you that sounds like a good good plan all right (laughs) okay 749 we're back with more in a moment on news radio wrva